Hi there, and welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. In this podcast, we share all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-the-scenes stories. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you won't miss the coming episodes. So hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. Today I'm chatting with Pauli Wigelius, the man behind Casma Cosmetics. Casma Cosmetics is a natural cosmetics brand from Finland and their clay mask was nominated in the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards 2020 and that's of course how we know each other as well. Pauli has a background in commerce though he discovered Casma Cosmetics about five years ago after one very interesting walk in a forest and what I can tell about Pauli is that He's very interested in finding out in practice whether it is possible to conduct sustainable business in today's climate. But let's get into today's episode. So hello, Pauli, and welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. Thank you, Sato. Um, You make such incredible skincare products, and I'm really, really excited to learn a little bit deeper about them. Perhaps you could tell a little bit about your background and how you ended up founding this Casama Cosmetics. Well, when I was 10 years old, we had a family business uh, in commerce, trading housewares. And I was always increasingly involved in that uh, when I was employed officially by the age of 16. Um, After that, I went to school, to high school. Uh, I got the bachelor's degree in business administration. And I was was doing the same, commerce, trading in houseware goods. Um, I stayed with the family business until 2009 then i went to work with another company for six seven years so you really grew up with the commerce um what happened in that moment when you got an idea of something completely different then yeah so i went to the forest and uh, i saw some interesting minerals in there or some deposits i don't know what made me think that those were interesting at that time but anyway i picked some up and sent them to the lab i found out that they would be suitable for use in cosmetics and uh, started to develop the first product from there by trial and error pretty much. So yeah, you have a very strong background in commerce, but then the nature kind of hit you somewhere there. Yes, I suppose. I mean, this is what it seems like in hindsight, but uh, if that was true at the moment, I'm not sure. Yes. Well, let's continue to talk a little bit more about the actual products and where you got your inspiration from. Well, I was I was um, hiking in the forest in North Karelia near near Joensuu areas uh, in Kasama actually. This is about thirty kilometers west from Joensuu. Ah, so the name Kasama Cosmetics comes from the actual area you found the clay from. Yes. Oh, and just to mention for those who are not professional with Finland's geography yet, these areas Paul is talking about are in the very very east of Finland. Yeah. So. The products or the deposit that I saw was was clay or mud or something that looked like clay or mud. And uh, this is what we tested in the lab and started to work with. And uh, those products then became clay-based facial or bodily masks. Mm. So let's talk a little bit more about these clay masks since they're also known from the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards. How are they beneficial, for example, in skincare? It is a clay's natural characteristic that when it dries, 
it sucks up moisture and uh, sebum impurities from wherever it is drying on your face for example so when you apply it you put on some water to it make a mixture and, and, and apply it to your face then you let it dry a couple of minutes and uh, drying it also in the same process it takes up dirt and unwanted fat and other unwanted substances from your skin pores uh, that makes it clean in a natural way you don't put in any substance and, and you don't take out anything that that should be there but in a natural way using the, the clay's absorbing property you get rid of the dirt uh, the berries are added to apply some vitamin some antioxidant and some other they they say that um, cranberry has some anti-inflammatory properties uh, helps fight some if, if you have a have a sore or um, cut skin it might be beneficial to put some some cranberry in it well this sounds like the products are really beneficial if you have acne or other inflammation going on in the skin this would be very healing for the skin as well yes and also also by the feedback that we've received from the people using them even for for cuperosa skin they have in many cases people report that uh, that the result after even two times using is is clearly seeable and it, it's good mm. the nordic berries are just something amazing for sure what about then i know you have a bit different kinds of masks are all your products suitable for all types of skin well that's a good point basically yes anybody can use but there are some differences which make them more suitable for different skin types as follows the sea buckthorn one is more uh, it's an uh, in itself already sea buckthorn is an excellent exfoliant and because it, it's uh, it, it's a bit a bit sharp and rough even when it's ground very very thin and very small so this is the exfoliating clay, clay mask as we call it the sea buckthorn version this is for also the proportion of the ingredients is a bit different so this is this is stronger one the effect is stronger than in the other ones. Uh, this is we are. Uh, it, it's more specifically good for oily and combination skin. While the uh, cranberry one also is a little bit different proportion of the of the ingredients. This is more. It, it's a bit softer. This is this is for sensitive and normal skin. And then we have the clarifying clay mask, which 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 contains both of them and also silica just to make it a bit smoother this is for all skin types and it's just, this is medium strength of, of our three variants of the product yeah uh, you mentioned already a little bit that uh, with this specific mask uh, you have to mix water with it so tell me a little bit more about this concept of of waterless products that you make yeah, so, so our products are, are powder, they're dry powder where the user adds water when they are about to, about to apply it. Uh, there are three major points to this, which all come from a little bit different approach. So it depends on which approach you yourself think is the most, most important, which factor is, is the number one, but I just tell them in random order. Uh, one is that uh, when it's in a dry powder, not already mixed with water it keeps for several years without any preservatives any not any parabens nothing there there is no extra 
extra acids or anything to to keep it last and and to keep keep it stay good it stays like that because there is no water this is one one main factor so we can we can have the product without any any additional ingredients that don't really belong to the, the effect of the product uh, second one is that uh, when you apply the water yourself you can adjust the strength or the effect of the product when you put more water it's not so strong and if you if you i mean you you learn it yourself very soon after a couple of trials what is best for you what kind of mixture and and what kind of effect you want that's the second point and the third is that uh, when it's usable about half of the weight is water so we don't store we don't ship around the world water which which is available anywhere anyway yeah this makes so much sense i know locality is very important to you are all your ingredients coming from local areas or also from further away well yes actually and this is an interesting point <laughs> now now it comes up thank you Sato. Uh, as uh, we we produce the clay ourselves if we can use that word for a natural product um it means that that uh, we dig it up from the earth and we process it um, to make suitable for use in cosmetic and, and skincare application. As far as I know, at the moment we are the only one in Finland who does it. So this is this is a main point for us certainly because seven up to seventy five percent of the, the the weight of the powder is this clay. So this is our own as much as possible. So we can control every every aspect of its production. It is also important to have the locally locally produced berries, so we can go. It, it's easy to go check to see they are really made the way they are supposed to be made. And also, the finish aspect is very, very, very close to our our kind of this trying to act locally and and not not cause too much commotion and, and traffic and and all that where it can be avoided. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I see this ecological and sustainable making across the board in the Nordic countries at the moment. And you're definitely one of the pioneers in this as well. So if we change the subject a little bit, I'd like to know how do you see or how do you wish to see the beauty industry in the coming future? First of all, I I, I don't I do not wish to presume to, to dictate to anybody how it should be. However, my own humble view is that um I would like to see the beauty industry free from vanity and just more concentrating on the beauty part because um, there is a difference there and, and I think um, I think the real beauty is already without vanity. It just seems that a lot of the commercial cosmetics and beauty industry is still revolving around vanity too much to my taste. Mm. And what is your view since you're a player in Finland? How do you see this beauty industry going forward in Finland? In Finland, we we certainly have both here. We have the vanity industry and we have beauty industry, especially in the natural natural uh, cosmetics and skincare. Uh, companies are really concentrating and trying to emphasize the the natural beauty part of it instead of the vanity and plastic part of it. But um, some they they still have to come by with and live with the certain established ways that commerce works 
we have commercials we have we have the offers uh, by 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 to get the third one this this sort of thing where we have to compete for the attention and for for the for the euros of the consumers uh, this we cannot change uh, just one branch of industry um, but uh, we are trying to trying to from our side make it so that those parts where we can affect this that we we ourselves work in a way where the products is 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 for skincare and and bringing out the natural beauty that already exists there and uh, making things simpler and 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 uh, smoother in, instead of trying to create some problems and then pretending to offer a solution to the problem that we just created mm. Well, it's amazing to hear this from your side. I mean, from natural beauty makers' side, and I think this is quite a common view in the natural beauty industry, actually. Well, if somebody got super excited now about your products, where can they find your products? Do you also deliver outside of Finland? Yes, uh, we have we have some uh, distributors in in various countries in Switzerland, in Singapore, in Japan, uh, for the farthest ones. And then we, we we deliver to consumers from our web store. Then we have some some brick and mortar stores in Finland who sell them. Uh, they are they are listed. Some of them are listed in our webpage. And if people want to follow your journey, where can they follow you? Well, at Kasam at kasamacosmetics dot com and our Instagram and Facebook, I believe. Amazing. Um, I will leave all the handles below on the show notes so you can double check from there and follow Casama Cosmetics as well. Thank you so much, Pauli, for being on the show and we will see you very soon. Thank, thank you, Satu, and thank you, the listeners. And, and be good and stay safe. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. Make sure you have subscribed or you follow the podcast so you won't miss the coming episodes. If you know someone that would love to know more about the subjects that we're discussing in this podcast, please share this episode. We will keep sharing all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry and unheard behind-scenes stories. You can follow the Nordic Natural Beauty journey also on our Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn and Pinterest pages, simply at Nordic Natural Beauty Awards and on Twitter at NNB Awards. Until next week, bye-bye!